Sup, y'all, and welcome to another edition of Press On Sports. This is the second part of our NFL preview that I recorded with Jordan Morandini last week. We got into everything from the AFC and the NFC. Well, here is the NFC section. We previously released the AFC part of our conversation, so if you want to go back, you can go back and listen to that. Also... We are going to be having a pick'em pool, a pigskin pick'em pool, which will be going all season long. So you basically just pick the winners of each week's games, and we'll see who does the best. I won our pool last year. Jordan will be playing, and so will many of the other guests of Press on Sports, the other folks who have joined me. If you want to join us on there, go right ahead and join us. It is on ESPN.com. Search Press on Sports. It's an open group anyone can join look forward to playing against all of you also if you want to subscribe to this podcast on itunes go ahead and do so that way you will never miss an episode also available on other platforms as well not just itunes so without much further ado here's the section of me and jordan talking about the nfc at the end you will hear our super bowl preview i'm actually going to also give my mvp pick in this section so go ahead give it a listen and i'll see you on the other side all right jordan so now we are in the nfc and we are going to lead off with the division that i cannot wait to talk about the nfc north (laughs) you're not even a bears fan jack no, but I'm in this region. I'm yeah, in the Midwest are, still. So this is the one I hear the most about. Yeah. I'm exposed to a lot of it. I think it's the most, int- at least to me, I'm the most intrigued by this division. And it may be the best in all football. Uh, that, yeah, I think that's a take that I've seen around a little bit. Why don't you lead us off and break it down for us? Okay. So we have the favorites, the Minnesota Vikings, with the 10-win is the over-under, which they have Kirk Cousins now. And last year was a magical season for them. It seems like the rich just got richer. They have a great coach in Don Zimmer, or uh, Mike Zimmer, Mm -hmm. right? That's his name? Yep. Don Zimmer. (laughs) Too baseball-minded. But they got a great coach. This is a – they still have a great defense. They got a, in my opinion, a top-10 quarterback, and I am riding high on this team. I would say anything less than making it to the NFC title game would be a disappointment for this team. I would agree. Would you agree? Okay. Um, I yeah. thought Cousins was a great signing. I think he makes so much sense for this team. Um, and Dalvin Cook's back, Jack, and mm-hmm. he tore his ACL kind of early in la- early in the year last year. He was really yep. good those first couple games. He was. And look. I mean, their running game was good last year, don't get me wrong, but I think he could add another whole element to it. Um, I think it's huge to have him back. Um, and this is a team with a very talented receiving core, and we know how talented they are on the defensive end. I think anything less than an NFC title game for this team is a disappointing year. Yeah, it's Super Bowl or bust for these guys. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Especially knowing their window because they're going to eventually have to pay some guys on the defense. So they're all in for these next three years. If they don't win a Super Bowl in these next three years, I think they're going to be very disappointed. I would agree. But I like their chances greatly. What What is their over-under at? Ten. Ten. I would go over. I would say over as well, yes. Yeah, and it seems like it's funny. 
you no longer live in the Midwest. I've heard so many Kirk Cousins got overpaid. He's overrated <laughs> takes already. And it sounds like wishful thinking from the other fan bases. I think it's got to be because whether you like Cousins or not, he's an upgrade from what they had last year. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So now he's an upgrade and he has better weapons to throw to now. Yep. And around him, they're going to be a, I think they're going to be a great team this year. Jack, they were 13 and three last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this team got Cousins and Cook's coming back. Their record may be a little lower than I that. Would, I it actually, could be 12 and four. Yeah, I would agree. I think a lot of things went right for them last year. It did. And Rodgers was hurt a little bit last year, too, correct? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. He had the collarbone issue, right? Or the yep. whatever on that tackle that. Anthony up, Barr broke yeah, his collarbone, yeah, up, which made him the most valuable player to the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't actually believe that, but <laughs> so that's a key. That was kind of a key piece for them as Rodgers going down last year to be able to win thirteen. Yeah, but I would say, yeah, I would say maybe under thirteen this year, maybe eleven or twelve. But I would, I would definitely think that they're going to be right there um, when it comes playoff time. Yeah, I think they're better built as a team for the playoffs. They're, they've been there now. They've had that experience. And I think they're ready to go get over that next hump and play in a Super Bowl. Yeah, and I, so I'm, I think Minnesota, I'm high on Minnesota's them. a tough place to play, too. So if they're able yeah. to get home field, I think that's a huge advantage. And I would love to see that happen for their fans because they're a fan base that has been tortured, but it hasn't been documented, really. I feel like everyone's always like, oh, Cleveland fans have it so bad. Minnesota people are some of the nicest people I've ever met. They have such a great attitude. They stay positive, and I would love to see the Vikings um, win something for that fan base. I think that would be great. Last year, they had to go to Philly, correct, in that conference championship? was Yes, they okay. did. So, they, yeah, I think that was crucial. I think if that game's in Minnesota, it probably goes a lot different. Um, so, yeah, I think I would agree with you that I think this is Minnesota's division to lose. Yeah, and I think the record could go down just because the division is getting better and it's a really good division. And they'll play some other tough uh, non-division teams, but yeah, I think we're in agreement on Minnesota. Mm -hmm. So the next question, Jordan, is who is the second best team in this division? Because everyone's saying Green Bay, but I'm not so sure about that. Well, Jack, I think it really depends on one thing. I think if Aaron Rodgers yeah. is healthy, I think Green Bay is the second best team just because of how good Aaron Rodgers is. Um, apart from Tom Brady and maybe along with Tom Brady, Rodgers is the clear kind of number one, number two quarterback in the league. Um, yeah, and I would say he's the most valuable I to a agree. specific team because Brady has Belichick and yep. Rodgers has Mike McCarthy. <laughs> and this team really, I mean, the Packers, if they lose Rodgers for any time, it, it severely hurts them in ways that maybe it wouldn't, you know, because Belichick can find yeah. ways to win some games. Um, to me, I think the Packers are the second best team in this division. I imagine you're going Detroit then. Yes. Okay. Why Why Detroit over Green Bay? Let's see that. Okay. Well, let's, let, we started talking about Green Bay. Mm -hmm. Let's keep going on them. Mm -hmm. I just want to say that it seems like, and I've been a team, I've been one to buy in the Green Bay hype in recent years. I know you and I have done these preview podcasts maybe like four years in a row now. <laughs> yeah, we've been on a run. <laughs> so you've heard the evolution of my takes on the NFC North. And two, three years ago, I was like, 
yeah, the Green Green Bay Packers are the clear favorite out of the NFC. And what has happened in that time? I mean, even when Rodgers was healthy, it seems like it's a mighty accomplishment just to be playing in the divisional round or the NFC championship. It seems like they're heavy underdogs when they get to the playoffs. This is a team that has really disappointed me in past years. They've been really frustrating, and I think they're wasting Rodgers' window. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, their defenses clearly haven't been good. Yeah. <laughs> they have not. The had... line hasn't protected him. Mm-hmm. They just true. got rid of Jordy Nelson, which I can understand from a salary perspective, but Rodgers was ripping on his receivers. Yeah. And Jordy was one of his best friends on the team. Mm-hmm. So maybe some frustration there. Um, quietly, I think the. I don't, you didn't touch on it. Jimmy Graham signing? Yeah. You think that's a good signing? Yeah, I do. But I also would say that. I think Rodgers can throw the ball to anyone and score. <laughs> I think they need assessment. to use that on the defense that to help a, their defense. That is a fair assessment. But I do think Jimmy Graham, I think he's going to have a great year as long as he's, oh, as long as he's healthy. Just because, I mean, he's a playmaker. He's a big body. A guy who really has done well, um, was really good there with Breeze. I think he'll be kind of similar with Rodgers. Um, the thing that, and I get you don't really need a great running game when you have Aaron Rodgers, but this it just seems like their running game is always a little bit mediocre. Yeah, they've it's they keep they've had a revolving door of guys come well, yeah, in they, and do okay. Yeah, they kind of just Not fill bad, in. Though. Yeah, they kind of just fill in running backs here and there. And I get it; it makes sense because you have Rodgers, but they've never really given him a great running game either. I guess maybe the one year with Eddie Lacy a couple years back where he yeah. was actually good, but really. They kind of just fill in these random names. Aaron Jones, you know, Ty Montgomery's used in kind of a hybrid role for them. Um, for me, I think the pack one, if Rodgers is healthy, I think this team's the second best just because he can win so many games by himself. Yeah. Just because he can throw 35 on you <laughs> very easily. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm counting on Rodgers being healthy this year. So that's why I have them as the number two here. Yeah. I'm also cautious because he's going to be turning 35 this year. They haven't protected him very well in recent years. Last year, he broke his collarbone. He had an injury uh, the year they went to the NFC Championship game. He was playing injured. I think it was a foot or mm-hmm. a leg thing. And then there was another year where he, the year before that, 2013, where they finished like 8-7-1, and one, I think, mm-hmm. where he got injured against the Bears. He has a history of getting hurt. He can't scramble and run for his life forever. He's getting he's going to be 35. <laughs> True. I think you really need to protect him better. And if he isn't protected, I think he like this is a team that if he only misses 2-3 games, I think they could fall out of it really quickly. That's a fair take too. And I mean even another thing that comes into play too is maybe even if he's out there, maybe he's really banged up. Yeah. Um and that could play a big role as well. Yeah, but he is a guy that can put a team on his back, get them to the NFC Championship game. I don't think they're good enough to get further than that without the help, but he is such an amazing quarterback, and I hope that I'm seeing him in the playoffs this year because we missed him last year. Yeah, Yeah, it's a travesty to not be able to see Rodgers in a playoff game. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because he's good as he is. He's done, like, you could point back to so many games in recent memory of him in the playoffs. There was a Cowboys game. Mm-hmm. There was a game with Arizona where they lost, but he had the Hail Mary. Like, yep. there's so many great moments with Rodgers. I want to see him in the playoffs. And I want to see the other thing is he's only played in one Super Bowl. I feel like they're really wasting his prime. And I want 
to see more from this team this year. And if they if they don't show me more, I'm gonna I would be very upset if I was a fan. What's the over under on their wins? Ten, and I would say ten. under. Wow, wow, ten. Okay, so they're in Minnesota was what eleven and a half. No, Minnesota's 10. Minnesota's 10 as well, so they have them both at 10. Okay. Yeah. Green Bay, I think 9 and 7, 10 and 6 yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I am. Mm-hmm. And then, wait, so you have the Lions over Green Bay, correct? I do. What is the Lions line? They are 7.5. Okay. That's a little Seems a little generous. Yeah, that's generous, as in, like, in terms of, like, you would think they'd win more than 7.5. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, you're, if you're a betting man, you'd be like, wow. <laughs> They're the giving me line. all these, yeah, yeah. They I have to win eight games. <laughs> see, I think this is. I think you touched on it a little bit when you started talking about this division. You said you think it could be the best in football. I think it very well could be right there as well. And I think a lot of people always seem to sleep on the Lions and kind of yeah. sleep on Matt Stafford as a whole. Yeah. Um, because you know he's never talked about really. You, you know, you even hear more about like Philip Rivers and the Matt Ryan's, which I get Matt Ryan had Russell the MVP, Wilson, the Russell Wilson, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you never really hear about Stafford. Lions last year were nine and seven. <laughs> Two years in a row, nine and seven without Calvin Johnson yeah. and without a single without a running game. They've actually had no running game for quite a few years now. They just drafted Carry on Johnson. Yep. They brought in LeGarrette Blunt, who could bring a nice toughness to Detroit. Mm-hmm. He seems yeah. like just a Detroit kind of athlete, doesn't he? <laughs> Uh, yes, in in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah. So I think their upside is much higher than Green Bay's is because they were nine and seven the last two years like this. Stafford has gotten hurt. He plays through injury. Now he hasn't sustained an injury as bad as Rogers. I'm not making that a knock on Rogers or uh-huh. anything of that yep. nature. But if the line's a little better and they have a running game and they can run block, I think this that could really open up the doors for this team to take a much like a not, I don't know if it'll show up as much in the records because they have overachieved over the last couple of years, but I think they could take a big leap this year. And we haven't mentioned the coaching change. They brought in yeah. Patricia. Yeah. So, you know, if Patricia can do a, a good job here and kind of maybe boost this team, take help take them a little bit over what they've been doing the past couple of years, this could be a double digit win team. Um, I just think as long as Rodgers is healthy, I think this division, it's going to be tough for them to yeah. kind of make a play just because yeah. I think one, I think we haven't touched on the Bears, but I think the Bears are tougher this year. Um, and it's going to be tough to beat either Minnesota or Green Bay. Those are going to be good games. Yeah. Seven and a half to me does seem a little low. I think this team should be around eight wins. Um, I just think the division is going to be too tough for them to really make a play uh, towards the postseason. I I think while maybe I don't know if I agree with their upside being higher than the pack just because of Rodgers. I think Rodgers alone brings bigger upside. Um, But I will say that, you know, the upside of this team maybe is nine ish wins depending on how good their schemes are with Patricia. Oh, I think it's 10 or 11. Do you? So, you, so, yeah. you, so you're big on the Lions. I am big on the Lions this year. I'm also a huge believer in Stafford. I think he's a top 10 court or top five quarterback, I would say. Five. I, I looked at numbers. Um, he is ranked when it comes to clutch uh, in the clutch. Yeah. He's one of, if not the best quarterbacks in the clutch. Yeah. I think he has some of the best numbers when it comes to late two minute drives, down points or game winning drives or whatever. Um, he is an extremely clutch quarterback, um, and their wins aren't always the flashiest of wins, but somehow they, Stafford does seem to pull out a lot of them. Yeah. Um, again, I just think, I just think the division's too good. I have them at eight. 
Eight. Okay. So over set over the seven and a half. All right. So we agree on that. But yeah, I also I'm gonna make Stafford my MVP pick right now. Wow. Okay. Bang yeah. bang. <laughs> I think he's gonna have a great year. And the the crazy thing is, they I don't think they'll be better than the Vikings. They won't be the best team in the division. But I think they're gonna have a really good year. And the other thing I think that serves Stafford really well moving forward is that he is a pocket passer that he's not going to have to make an adjustment to as he starts to get a little older of standing in the pocket. Like a guy like Russell Wilson isn't going to be able to run for his life forever. He's going to have to stand in the pocket and make throws. Is he tall enough to see over the line and make those throws? I don't know. But a guy like Stafford, I think, could have a very long career like a Breeze or a Brady who will just put up numbers year in and year out. Yeah, I would agree with that assessment. And he has. He's done it for a while now. And I, I would agree with that. I think long term, he's he is a guy who can last a long time in this league, and you know maybe have a career until he's forty. Yeah, maybe. And the other, and when it's all said and done, his numbers are going to look pretty, pretty dang good. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd also put him in that category of quarterbacks who can really transform a team because I don't think they've been that good the last couple of years. They have been nine and seven still. So I think mm-hmm. they could take a, a big leap with some of these improvements. They have a, they have an all right defense too. They have a really nice corner in Darius Slay. A very un- underrated corner in yeah, my opinion. One of the best. He was he's not talked about with the Ramses, the Casey Haywards. Um, yeah, he doesn't have the personality he, of him. Yeah, well, yeah, that is true. But he does. I mean, last year he put together a really good season. Interesting to interested to watch him. I pay a lot of attention to corners just because I think it's such an intriguing, very intriguing yeah. position. Such a tough position, <laughs> especially with all the <laughs> pass interference that gets called. Um, but yeah, Slay is near the top of that list. He was really good last year for them. Yeah. So I'm 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 high on them. I mean, let's talk about the Bears. What do you, you so you, I think you like the Bears a little more than I do this year. What What is your take? I think they're better than they were last year, and they were five and eleven. Now again, this was a division last year where Rodgers was out for a majority of the year. Um, did the Bears beat the Pack last year? I don't think they did. No. I, did, I was going to say I don't think they did. Even so when really Brett did. Hunley was playing, they I was going to say even yeah, I was going to say even I was like. Well, maybe that played a role. It did not play a role. Um, I like the moves this team made, Jack. I've talked about it with a couple of guys on the AFC side, but what do you want to do? You want to surround your young quarterback with weapons. They took Allen Robinson from my Jags, and I don't know how high you are on him, but I've always thought he's a phenomenal receiver. Now, he is coming off an ACL. Yeah. But this is a guy who's very talented when healthy. He's a guy who can go up and get it. Um, and he's a guy, really, who put together a very, very good NFL season back in uh, 2015. He had 1,400 yards um, and I want to say close to double-digit touchdowns, if not double-digit touchdowns. So he, he's a guy who really has very high upside from in terms of a receiver. He's going to be the true number one here. They also brought in Taylor Gabriel, and he's a guy who I've had on my fantasy team a couple of years in a row. He's a speedster who used to be on the Falcons, yep. but I think he's a, he's a good weapon for them. They still have Kevin White, <laughs> who really has nice. kind of been a bust for them. <laughs> but you have to expect maybe at some point he'll make, start making some plays. And the other off- he's got to stay healthy. Yeah, that is see that's the key. And the other he's barely play the other piece that I love. I'm not sure how you feel about this move. I love the the uh, bringing in of Trey Burton. Um, he was a tight end from the Eagles. He was. V- 
he played extremely well when Zach Ertz was down last year. Very yeah, well. When, he's a nice player. When Ertz was down. Um, they may have overpaid for him, maybe a little bit. Yeah, but I do I think I would, th- I would say so. Yeah. But he is a good. But player. I do think he's a guy who can help Trubisky a lot more than any other tight end they had on this roster. So I like the moves of bringing in Robinson, Gabriel, and Burton. That helps. Yeah, I'm. I don't know enough really about this defense. You know, it, I think it's just an average NFL defense for the most part. Um, but I do like the draft pick of Roquan Smith. I think he's a big time player. Um, they finally got his contract situation figured out. So he should be good to go come at, uh, come season time. Um, I think a lot of what it comes down to Jack with the bears is can, how good is Mitchell Trubisky? <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. if he's not good, this is not going to be a good team. Um, especially in this division. It's going to be, I, I mean, this team probably is going to go one in five ish in this division. Yeah. That's what I would say. And if they I go think they'd be lucky to go two and four. Oh, very. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. And if they go, zero and six, it's hard to see this team. What did they set the over-under at? The six and a half. Six and, I mean, they think this team's going to be better. I think maybe they're going to be trapping fans. I wouldn't be surprised if they were five and 11 again, maybe six and 10. Yeah, I'm right with you on that. Okay. I would agree. I think maybe they'll play some closer games. See, that's what I was going to say. I think they're tougher this year, yeah. but I'm not sure it's they're, you're going to see it in the record unless Trubisky takes a big step forward. Yeah, and the, I've seen some of the preseason, which I don't, I mean, it's been on in my house with my parents watching the Bears. So, and I'm not a big fan of like, oh, this happened in the preseason. So this means this. But the offense has looked a little out of sync. There have been some questions about the Roquan Smith holdout. There seems to be, I mean, there could be some distractions. The defense has been pretty good over the last couple of years. Quietly, yeah. They haven't been able to stay off the field because the offense has been so rough. (laughs) So, I mean, they could be a little bit better, but, I mean, there's so many people that are making the comparison that new head coach, Lafert, so rookie rookie coach, second-year quarterback, this could be the new golf, and I, I don't quite see that kind of a transformation happening in this spot, in this division. But mainly the biggest thing being, I would have made that point, too, about the uh, division being so tough that I... Mm-hmm. So let's say they go one and five, or even let's say two and four. I'll be a little generous. <laughs> yep. To get to seven wins, they have to be, let's see, what, five and three? Five and. No, five uh, and five. Five and five. Yeah. Outside so of the division. Then you have a few games on that schedule. I've looked at the schedule. They have the Rams, they have the Patriots, and. There's another at, one at Niners could be tough. Yeah. So there are a few games where I would say I, I don't think they have a chance to win. And then the rest, let's say they go f- 500 in that. That's going to equate to around five and 11, six five, and 10, yeah, five and 11. Yeah. And so I think we're in pretty much complete agreements about this team. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they play better and they look better out on the field. But I think record wise, I think right, right around where they were last year. Yeah. And I, I don't quite get the huge, like there are some people who are super optimistic. I wouldn't be, breathing that in i mean there are a lot of reasons why i think bears fans should be unhappy with the organization and how long this rebuild has been taking and i don't think they're very close to breaking through i think they still are a ways away the one way to speed up a rebuild big time get a big time quarterback we'll see if trubisky can be that for them Uh, we'll see we will see i am not sold (laughs) yeah i i think there are a lot of people who are assuming that he is I just haven't seen enough to say. I would agree. Yep. I need to see more. So I would agree. 
We'll probably find out more of what he is this year. Maybe he can take a step forward. We mm-hmm. will see, but I think this team is still in rebuild mode. I'm with you. All right, so we spent a solid 20 minutes or so on the <laughs> FC North, which in our defense is probably, to me, the most interesting division in all football. I think football. so, too. Uh, not in all of football for me, okay, but yes, the NFC. But, it, but it's up there. Okay. <laughs> Very intriguing. All right, so let's go over the NFC East, Yep. which you have a little bit of ties to this division because you've lived up in Philadelphia. Uh-huh. So you've lived in this region. What do you yeah. think? Okay, the, so the Eagles are the clear favorite here, right? I mean, it seems like everybody's picking them to win this division. They were 13-3 and three a year ago. I think, what, what's their over-under on their Jack? I want to say it was 10. Yes, yeah. okay. That, to me, makes a lot of sense. I, you see a lot of people, and I don't know how many articles you read around, but it, they kind of think the Eagles are going to run away with this division. They're going to be like one of the NFC's best. I wouldn't be surprised, really, if this team fell and went, ended up being, you know, 10-6. and six. Um, I do think they're the best team in this division, but I think they overachieved a little bit last year. A lot went right for them. Um, they're going to be kind of off that Super Bowl high, and I wouldn't be surprised if they took a small step back when it came to the regular season. Again, they were 13-3 and three a year ago. You have the question at quarterback. Yep. Um, Wentz is expected to be healthy, maybe not week one. I think he's questionable week one, but expected to be good to go week two. And you have Nick Foles, who I don't know if you watched last night's preseason game, but he was brutal. Oh, <laughs> just, no. Just brutal. Turned it over three times and a half. If Foles has to carry or be the quarterback for this team for an extended period of time, look, I know he made the Super Bowl run. I'm not told that Nick Foles is that good of an NFL quarterback. I think he, you know, he just caught fire at the right time. But I think he's a very, very mediocre quarterback if they have to have him play quarterback for an extended period of time. I do think Wentz is the clear better option. But again, Wentz's health is the question, Jack. You know, he's coming yeah. back from an ACL. You know, he's questionable for week one. So clearly probably not 100% if he's labeled as questionable. He's on a guarantee to go. Um, and I think they'll be cautious with him. And then, you know, the, the whole chemistry issue from when Wentz comes back in and Foles, you know, if Foles lights up week one, then all of a sudden do we keep playing Nick Foles? Yeah. Bring in Wentz? Uh, I just think there's a lot of questions a little bit with this team. Yeah. And again, I think some of these guys they had overachieved. Alshon Jeffrey was fantastic last year for them. I wouldn't be surprised if he took a little bit step back. He's currently on the pup list, physically unable to perform. So I'm not sure he's going to be ready to go for week one. Um, their defense is good. I will give them that. But again, they won this division. They're going to be playing a first place schedule, Jack. I think Bovada is near correct with right around 10 wins. Yeah, and I would say over. I would say, and maybe the division. Does the division play a big role in that? Yes, exactly. That's exactly where I was going. All these other teams, I'm under on their totals. I'm not crazy about anyone in this this division. I think a couple Mm -hmm. of teams could be okay. I don't Mm -hmm. think the Giants are going to be very good. So I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on everything you said. There's nothing else I can really add on them other than the fact that. The Bears let Alshon Jeffrey go, and he could have been a nice weapon for Trubisky now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, okay, and let me touch on this. I, I looked at the Eagles' schedule real quick. Their schedule's brutal. They play out of out of their division. Atlanta, at Tennessee, Minnesota, at Jacksonville, at New Orleans, at the Rams. I mean, this, it's a tough schedule yeah. overall. This There's a lot of tough games. And I think maybe that plays into the role of them predicting 10 wins. It is a tough first place schedule. But again, I just, 
Jack, I'm just not sold that this team's going to be back at 12 and four or something. Yeah. I think they make the playoffs, but I think they will be around. I think they win a division. I think 10 and six might very well win this division. Yeah, I I'm with you. I I don't have anything else to offer on that on Philly. <laughs> Fair enough. Any intri- any intriguing teams in this division for you? Yeah, the one that I'm most interested in watching is Washington. Okay. Be- because I think Alex Smith getting him at for a second round pick was a nice move. Mm-hmm. I think I Alex agree. Smith is a nice quarterback, and I think he. I don't. I still have them under seven. I think they'll be around six and ten or seven and nine, but I think they could be a, a sleeper team. What do they have? The Cowboys and um, Cowboys Cow- are eight and five. Okay, eight or eight point five. Sorry. And Giants. What are the Giants? The Giants are under seven. I would say Cowboys are right around five hundred again, and then I think the Giants are going to be a five or six win team again. One thing I do want to point out about Dallas is they've lost or they've had like three or four injuries to their offensive line yeah. in this preseason, and. I think that's kind of been the key to their success the past yep. couple of years is their offensive line has been so good. If, the, if they have some injuries on that line, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys are just don't have a good year. Yeah, da- I don't trust Dak Prescott, really. Zeke is a phenomenal running back, but, you know, you can only be as good as your line in a lot of cases when it comes to running backs. Um, and their number one receiver is Alan Hearns, and I know all about Alan Hearns. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not a number one receiver in the NFL. So I, there's not too much to, that gets me excited about this Cowboys team, honestly. They have him at eight and a half. Yeah. I would not I would not be surprised under there. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm also, we are agreeing a little too much on this, but yeah. Yeah, I, so a lot of it just makes sense. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, you might be a little bit bigger on the Redskins than me. I just don't think that team has that many playmakers. No, no, no. I'm not. I, yeah. I don't like them that much. They're just, I think no. they'll be interesting because they have a quarterback change. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. I actually think, I wouldn't be surprised that the Giants somehow end up being the second best team in this division. Yeah. Um, I, I like the Barkley pick. I think Eli needed help. Eli needs help. And I think the best way to do that is get him a solid running game. And I think Barkley can be just that for them. I also really quietly like the signing of Jonathan Stewart, who has been the Panthers running yep. back the past couple of years. He's just a good number. I think just a good second back yeah. behind Barkley, a good veteran guy. Odell's back and healthy. He's 100%. And you know, that this Giants defense is always kind of bleh, but could be good enough that this team, what did they have them at? Seven or uh, under six? Giants right? or seven. Yeah. Seven. Okay. Yeah. I would think seven to eight wins for this team, and I would think I wouldn't be surprised really if this is the number two team in this division. Yeah, I could I could see it going that way, but that's also a product of I'm not crazy about anyone else in this division. Yeah, well, yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> not big on the Cowboys, and yeah, I just don't think Washington's that good. So yeah, I went under on eight and a half for Dallas, under on seven for Washington, and under on seven for the Giants. Yeah, I have. Let's see. Um, I think Eagles are right around 10. I think Washington is a five or a six win team. Uh, and Dallas and the Giants are both kind of in the seven to eight range. Okay. Yeah. So let's go to the South. Yep. And we can uh, keep moving through this. Mm-hmm. And uh, the South, this is one I don't have too many thoughts on, but I do think it's a really interesting division. I think it's a very good division. 
Yeah. Very good division. Um, it really could go a couple ways. Who do you have as your division winner here? I went with the Saints, okay. although I do think they could regress a little bit this year. Mm-hmm. I think the Falcons will win this division this year. I'm big on the Falcons. All these these three teams, the Saints, Panthers, Falcons, all very similar. They all have good quarterbacks, yep. and they have a, each has a couple of running backs. Now, you mentioned the Panthers no longer have Stewart, but, but they both have had— They brought in yeah. C.J. Anderson to kind of fill that role. That, oh, yeah. That Denver's, back, or Denver's running yeah. back. He's a good piece to have behind McCaffrey. Yeah, so they each have like these talented offenses with a couple of nice running backs. But and, and all, all three of these teams won double digit games last year. This was a yep. three playoff division, correct? It was. Do you think this could be a three team? I actually only have one of them in. Okay. So you don't have that. So you have the Falcons missing the playoffs. Yeah, I have them pushing at nine. Mm-hmm. And I think I think you have a you have uh, two teams that could end up around nine wins. And I don't think that's going to be good enough for the NFC wild card. I think I when you have all those teams in the north. And then the West, there's a sleeper team that I like ah. getting into the playoffs. Okay. That's a nice tease right there. <laughs> but, I mean, they could beat up on each other. And I have Carolina regressing a little bit because Keekley's had so many injuries. The defense could be getting a little worse. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say um, Atlanta wins this division with 11 wins. I think New Orleans gets in at 10 wins. And Carolina is right around eight and eight. Hmm. Tampa maybe. Yeah. Tampa maybe five, maybe six. I, I really Tampa really disappointed both of yep. us last year. <laughs> I think they could. I think Jameis could surprise some people this year. He suspended for what the first two? I maybe three. Maybe three. And look at the schedule, Jack. That's at New Orleans. That's Philly, and that's Pittsburgh. That's zero and three. <laughs> yeah. But I think I think Jameis could surprise some people this year i still i still think he can win now i'm not going to comment on his personal mm-hmm. behavior yep. or anything of that nature but i think that dude can win games and i think he can lead a team yeah regardless of the distractions he's had good pretty solid numbers so far when he's been on the field um yeah i think so too i just think look they're gonna start 0 three if he suspended the first three yeah and i can't see them really winning more than six games if that's the case yeah and then as for the saints they're the team. Last year, I was never really buying into them all that much, and they kept proving me wrong, kept proving me wrong. Mm-hmm. And they won a lot, a lot, a lot of close games. Yep. So that could sometimes be a hint for regression. But I, I like their defense, and I think I like Breeze, and I'm, I don't know why I'm picking them. I just... <laughs> Really, really, Jordan, I could pick any of these three teams. I just don't, I don't love any of them. A certain, yeah. Fair take. I do think it's a good division. I think, oh, and, and my brother had this question, Jack. Yeah, go for it. Include that I'll ask you again first. Will Cam Newton have a bounce back year? A little bit down last year, maybe statistic wise, despite another terrible receiving core. <laughs> Griffin is not big on the Panthers receiving core, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Cam's got to stay healthy, too. Yeah. Yeah. He, he takes a lot of bad hits. Yeah. And I, and I'm not a fan not of the had way they line. Yeah. And I'm also not a fan of the way that the refs have called things with Cam Newton. I think they should protect him as much as they protect. Peyton Manning or Tom Brady or whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, Cam doesn't necessarily get a lot of those calls that some of those other guys get. That's that's a good point. Um, and I think he, he should, and maybe yeah. that'll change with the new rules. Yeah. The um, the receiving core he's referring to, by the way, I feel like we should mention, is Devin yeah. Funches is the number one, and Torrey Smith <laughs> oh, is the number two. <laughs> they did okay. draft DJ Moore, who could potentially be a good guy down the road, but those are the one and two. That's right up there with, in my opinion, the Jags and Titans weak receiving cores. I mean, actually, that probably is weaker than the Jags and Titans receiving <laughs> cores. Um, I, I think the key here, I think McCaffrey is a great piece for them. Um, and the great thing about him, too, Jack, is he catches so many passes, too. He's kind of a dual running back in that aspect. Yeah. Um, I'm with you, though. If Cam can stay healthy, I think they have a good chance to be pretty good. I think what I just say that eight and eight, I think makes sense for this team. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on eight and eight for them. Eight and eight. Um, it's a defense. You know, Keekly can he stay healthy? He's suffered a lot of concussions throughout his career. Hopefully, he's you know he can finish his career and be completely okay. Um, but I think their defense will be good. Um, I'm just not completely sold on their offense. Really, that receiving core. Greg Olson's back, but Greg Olson's older. Um, yeah, you know, you can only be a, a great tight end for so many years. Yeah, and if Keekley is out and he has to miss or his career ends because he's had so many concussions, it's horrible. Yeah, it, I think that's a huge, huge loss. He reminds me of Brian Urlacher yeah, as a very similar yeah. linebacker yeah. who can do it all. Yeah. And I think he's been a one of the best, if not the best, defensive player in the league. Yeah, he's been um, fantastic for a couple years now, really. Yeah. Yeah, I, I now I wouldn't say he's had that title all to no, himself, no, 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 but no, I think no, no, no. the year that they started out the year undefeated, I would say he was the best defensive player in the league. But then Von Miller had that awesome playoff, but he has been a transformational defensive player for them. And if they have to lose him again, I think they're in big trouble. I also have them under nine, around eight and eight. Yeah. I have Atlanta pushing at nine, and I've got New Orleans over nine and a half, around ten wins. Okay. Yeah, I think, we're, and then I've got Tampa under six and a half. Tampa under six. I think I would go Tampa under as well. I like the Falcons to win eleven, so that would be over there. Um, I think the Saints at ten and six, which is what a push. No, no, that's over. That's over. That's okay, over. Saints and Panther, Saints and Falcons both over. Panthers and Bucks both under. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's go to the NFC West, and then we'll give our NFC champs and our Super Bowl picks. Okay. You said you have a sleeper here. Can I guess? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to guess you you're you're big on Jimmy G. Yeah. Uh-huh. Italian. <laughs> so you're big on <laughs> San Fran. But... Okay. You're big on San Fran. How big? Yeah. Well, to clarify, I am big on Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. And I talked about how the Bears have been in a long rebuild. How about the Niners? They've turned it around <laughs> quite quickly. Yeah. They fleeced the Bears for a lot of picks to move up one spot to get Trubisky. Then they got Garoppolo for a second round pick. I really, I'm I'm putting a lot of trust in John Lynch as a GM. I think he's done a great job so far. Mm-hmm. I I like Garoppolo. They, I don't think he's lost a game since playing in I think they as were, a what, starter. They for were the five team. and zero, I think, last year with him. Yeah. Then they were one and so ten beforehand. Or yeah, yeah I think. And I am not crazy about Seattle or Arizona. I think those are going to be two weak teams. Mm -hmm. So I think they'll take advantage of some of these lower teams in the division. I think they're going to have a great year. I got them as a wild card team. I think that's a fair assessment. I do think it makes a lot of sense. I do think Seattle is going to be very mediocre. Um, And Arizona, to me, 
Um, quietly, you know, Arizona could be a pretty decent team, a tough team to deal with, I think, depending yeah. on defense and, and can they Sam Bradford play. stay healthy. Yeah. If Sam Bradford yeah. can stay healthy, I, if you're going to toss in the rookie, Josh Rosen, I'm not going to say they're going to be overly um, yeah, surprising, agree. but if Bradford plays and if Bradford's healthy, they're a team that is a absolute stud running back, David Johnson, who's now back from his a- that ACL injury. They still got Larry Fitz, who somehow, some way, yeah. continues to produce year in, year out. Um, and they've got, they've got a, a very intriguing defense, too. Chandler Jones, former Patriot. Um, Patrick Peterson, who's been a, kind of a premier corner for a couple of years. Um, I think they could be kind of in the same boat as the Niners. I think kind of right in that second and third yeah, divi- place it. division in this division. It's it, wild times, Jack, but it could be this could be the year where you see Seattle really fi- finally start to take a dip. They were nine and seven last year, just missed the playoffs by a game. Um, I think this could be the year where you see them kind of start to take a hit and maybe go seven and nine, maybe even worse. Oh, I think they'll definitely be worse than that. I got them under eight. OK, I think they're a five or six win team. Yeah, wow. Wow. OK. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Russell Wilson. I, was he was pretty dang good last year for a long span. He was a yeah. crucial part because their defense wasn't overly good last year, and they went nine and seven. I mean, he's a he had a great year last year. There's no two ways about it. Um, I think apart from so you so you have the Rams winning this division, correct? I do. But the other thing I wanted to toss in there yeah. about Niners Seahawks, I like the Richard Sherman going um, back home yeah. to San Fran. I agree. I think that was a good signing. I think he could be. You've seen some of these corners move on like a uh Darrell Revis mm-hmm. when he goes over the Patriots for a year yep. can have a big time impact and the change of scenery can really benefit them people could think oh maybe they're not the same player they still are I think Richard Sherman back home in San Fran was a Stanford Cardinal I really like that fit I think they're gonna have a good defense too well and I think playing in that division getting to play Seattle twice who didn't yeah. want to resign him? I think that'll provide a little extra motivation. I agree. I, I did yeah. like that signing. Um, I'm with you. Um, and then you said you do think the Rams win this division? Yeah, it's hard to go against the Rams. It is. It is. They have so much talent, but the one thing that I would be a little bit afraid of is they have a little bit of a feel to similar to the 2011 Philadelphia Eagles. Do you remember that team? Uh, you're gonna have to. They were calling themselves names. the Dream Team. It oh, was, okay. <laughs> and they got all those guys: Jason Babin. They got mm-hmm. uh, who else? They had a. They brought in so many. Vince Young as a backup quarterback. They mm-hmm. were moving forward with uh, Michael Vick. And oh, they had uh, Nnamdi Asamoah, and they got uh, DRC. Dominic Rogers, Camardi. Uh, so they were getting yeah. all those guys on the defense, and they were like, this is going to be the dream team. And then they were very underwhelming. However, Eagles in that spot, tougher division. And, I mean, I think, I think the Rams are too talented. But I do think that the Rams could have a little bit of chemistry stuff that they may have to work through. Yeah, well, yeah, I think that's a, that is a almost obvious yeah, thought because of Talib and Peters being the two, <laughs> yeah. two absolute hothead corners, and then and uh, I think, you have uh, Domicon and Sue. Domicon Sue, yeah. I think that another key piece, Jack, here is Aaron Donald's still not signed. Yes, and he's yep. the, he's their most talented player. <laughs> yeah, and they you know, need him. They need him. They need him badly. Yeah, he's their best pass rusher by far. He he might be the best pass rusher in the league right now. 
And them not having him is monstrous. I can't believe they haven't gotten that contract figured out now. You would think they would pay him. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would say you mentioned or I meant to leave in Peters. That is two guys maybe a little bit past their like peaks. You know, it with Talib. Like yeah. yeah, I don't know about Talib Peters. Yeah, maybe not Peters, but to leave especially, it seems like you know he's kind of you know he's had his peak. He's been a good corner, but maybe at this point, does he? How much does he have left in the tank? Um, and then you have Sue, but yeah, there's a lot of guys on that defense that are hotheads. <laughs> yeah, and you <laughs> have Peters when he threw the flag into the yeah. crowd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And to leave was the guy who was ripping Crabtree's chain a couple times, I think. <laughs> so these are guys who have had chemistry issues by themselves. And then I do think on the offensive side of the ball, crucial that Goff doesn't take any steps back for this team to be yeah. very successful because he was, he was very solid last year. And the way they, I mean, they used Gurley so perfect. Yes. Gurley was phenomenal last year. They get how to use him. Um, there's a lot of teams, I feel like, in the league that struggle to use running backs to their best of their abilities. I don't think that's the case here. I thought Gurley was used perfectly last year. And they brought in Brandon Cooks, Jack. Yes, who, they did. Who could be a big piece and help out Goff in that passing game. Yeah, they're too talented in this division for yep. me to see them not winning. Actually, well, I shouldn't say that. They're the clear favorite. I do think San Francisco, though, could be on their tails. I think they are le- a legitimate threat to the Rams in the division. You believe in the Jimmy G hype? I do. Yeah, I like them. <laughs> and... uh the one, I, I'm going to make a prediction that the Rams are going to be the most penalized defense in all football this year. <laughs> That's a pretty fair take. <laughs> but they're also uh, going to be a great defense, too. Yeah, I would agree. If it all clicks. Yep, they I would they agree. need Donald, though. They need Donald badly. Need to get that contract figured out. And then Arizona, I was going to say... <laughs> I had them under five and a half. You may have talked me into them being a sleeper. <laughs> but again, that is banking on Bradford staying healthy. Exactly. I, I wrote them off because I figured, oh, he's going to get hurt. And then if it's Rosen's team, I don't see them winning more than five and a half. But in the case that Bradford stays healthy the whole year, I, I agree with you. I think they could be a decent team. They could be surprising. I will say this, though, if they're not good early. Yeah. You never know. The Cardinals could just decide to throw Rosen yeah, into exactly. the fire. So yeah. that also could play a role um, into their season. You know, if they're not good early, Bradford might just be benched. <laughs> yeah, they might just play the rookie and see what he can see what he can do. Which, in my opinion, would result to probably right around a five-win year. Yeah, and then the other one is Seattle and Earl Thomas. If he comes back, is going to be big for them. If he doesn't, they're I mean, that could be a two or three game difference right there. Yeah, he's a key piece. Because they've already sold off pieces from their defense. Yeah, that defense is definitely not what it once was. Not even close. (laughs) Still do have Bobby Wagner there, though. Yeah. Byron Maxwell. Is there a chance that Pete Carroll just decides, eh, screw it, I'm out of here? (laughs) No. He's done it before. (laughs) Yeah, he has, but I'd be surprised (laughs) at that level, (laughs) at this level. All right, so let's recap. I've got the Rams over 10. I think you do too. Yes. I have San Francisco over 8.5. No, I'm under. I Ooh. think 7 seven to 8. Okay. I'm not bit. I think, I think Jimmy G surprised the league last year. I think with more tape, he'll, be, he'll struggle. True. I, I could see a sophomore slump. Okay. The way some quarterbacks. Yeah, that, that happens. Mm-hmm. I still think they'll be good. And then Seattle, I have under eight. I think they're going to be a few games underneath that. 
Yeah, I would say under seven and nine, I think. I think Russell Wilson, I mean, he, he finds ways to win. He gets wins. Last year they were nine and seven, Jack, and that was not a very good defense overall. That's true. Um, I think I think he's worth at least five to you know five wins. I think they're able to win six to seven for sure. I would also say though, for the same argument with Rodgers, is that and I brought it up is that Russell Wilson's not going to be able to run for his life forever. He's taking a lot of hits. That is true. <laughs> and they're going to really they need to protect him if they're because they've yeah. invested so much money in him. If they're able to protect him, he can still be a scrambling quarterback. But he's got he there's a difference between scrambling and running for your life. Yeah, I've never and I've never been a big Russell Wilson supporter. I mean, even when like at his peak when they had that great defense, I often called him overrated. Yeah. Um, but I think last year last year was surprising to me. I I was surprised that that team was able to win nine and set nine games with that roster. Um, so I would say I wouldn't be surprised seven seven and nine. I think is where I would have them. Okay. And then we differ on Arizona. I have under five and a half, and you have over five and a half. Over five and a half, I would think at least six and ten. All right, and Jordan, who is your NFC champ? I'm going to go with, I think the Vikings get it done. Ooh, I, think I, I was hoping we'd disagree. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're going with the Vikings I as well. <laughs> I, was, I was debating because really it depends on who wins that division to me. I think if somehow Green Bay were able to win that division um, and get home field advantage potentially on Minnesota if they met in the playoffs, I think that could play a key role, but I think the Vikings. I I think I'm going to have them winning home field, which to me they're a tough team to beat there, Jack. Yeah, a very tough team to beat there. The one thing I will say about the NFC, I like that there's a lot of options here. You know, some people think Philly's going to be able yeah. be able to make that second run. I think some people think whichever of New Orleans and Atlanta is able to make a run. Yeah, um, the Rams. Some th- some think the Rams are able to hit. Every, on every stride and make it you know there's a lot of options i'm actually surprised of all those options we picked the same exact one yeah <laughs> um but i just i think minnesota is able to get home field whether they win 11 or, tw- or 12 games i think would probably get home field maybe um and uh, i i just think cousins is a great upgrade for them and i think that defense is still probably top three in the league all right, so Jordan, um, I just want to bring one more thing about the Packers because I, I want to go back. You said they're your, they would almost be your second option. Would you say that they're your second option in this in the NFC yeah. to win the NFC? Um, them or Atlanta for me, Jack? Okay, I'm I'm big on Atlanta this year just because I don't think Carolina is going to be as good. I, I don't think Tampa is going to be that great. I think Atlanta's going to win that division, and I don't know. I, I really like what they did this off season. They brought in um, a wide receiver, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley, yep. and it's the second year now under that new offensive coordinator. I think last year it took a little bit getting used to for Matt Ryan, um, but. People forget he was an MVP two years yeah. ago. He was that good. I think he plays better than he did last year. I love their running game. They've had the two-headed monster of Freeman and Coleman yep. for a while. They have the stud receiver in Julio Jones. And really a good – they've had a good defense too. Um, I would say maybe Atlanta would be my second choice in the NFC. It's always hard to pick against Rodgers just because of what he can do. But I think as a full team, you look at Atlanta. I, I really like Atlanta this year. Okay, well, I was hoping you'd say Green Bay because I was going <laughs> to counteract the Green Bay argument. And I'm sorry. Well, I, I just wanted to say, because I know you said if they were able to win the division and get home field, 
I just want to go back. Yes, yes. I want to yeah. go back to recent seasons. Last year, seven and nine. Season before that, ten and six. Season before that, ten and six. They had a twelve mm-hmm. and four year in twenty fourteen, but they were eight, seven, and one the year before that. So really, yeah. over the last one, two, three, four, five seasons, with Rogers with yeah. Rogers. Now he got injured two of those years. Yeah. So they've only gone. They've only been like a top two seed one of the last five years. Okay, that's a, yeah, that's a fair fair take. A lot has to go right for them, clearly. I love you, Packers not, fans, by the way. I love you guys. <laughs> I'm not sure that defense is good enough to get home yeah. field anyway. And but. I think I know there are a lot of Packers fans who are probably saying, yeah, like that, that's kind of true. It's been a little disappointing. So, no, for sure. And I'm, sure. I'm pulling for you guys. I want to see Rodgers in the playoffs. So, I'm not hating who, on who your team. Be, you, you asked me who my number two would be here in the NFC. Who would yours? I'd probably say the Rams, just in terms yeah, of upside. I think. A lot of people are so high on the Rams this year, and, and understandably so. Their roster is very, very good. Yeah, I think the two most talented teams are Minnesota and the L.A. Rams. I almost said St. Louis there. <laughs> Still not used yeah. to it. But then past that, I think, and even with those two teams, it is so open. You can make I a agree. case for like eight or nine of these teams. I agree. I think it's very. I think the NFC is going to be really fun to pay attention to this year. Yeah, it will be. All right, so we both have Vikings, Patriots, in the Super Bowl. Are we disagreeing on anything here? What do you have? I think Tom gets another ring. We disagree <laughs> on something. Okay, good. I think Tom comes back frustrated, extremely frustrated by the way last year's Super Bowl went. Yeah. Um, I think also what plays a role into this is I think Brady knows he doesn't have that many years left. Yeah. So it's not like... He really has that many years where he can lose in the yeah. Super Bowl if he wants another ring. Um, I think if they're able to get there, I would be surprised if Brady lost in the Super Bowl again, um, especially if Cousins is playing quarterback because Brady only loses to pretty average to mediocre quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. <laughs> wow, that, <laughs> no, that was me. That's just a low, a low key shot at my boy Eli. And the Jags <laughs> play him week one, so hopefully he doesn't burn me for that one. Um, but. <laughs> I just I like so much about this Patriots offense. I think that quietly the draft pick of Sony Michelle um, is a great piece. I think he does some good things for them. I I'm just counting on Brady, honestly, Jack. I'm counting on TB12. He ruins dreams so frequently for so many teams. I think he does it again this year. Yeah, I see. I was thinking I'm I'm with you on a lot of the same things. I don't see the Patriots losing back-to-back Super Bowls. I think Brady's going to win a sixth one. However, I just look at the particular matchup. I think yeah. the Vikings could be the foil to the Pats in the same way. They do way match up Eagles. very well. I will agree with that. Yeah, they have a great defense, and they can put up points. I think they could be the foil to the Pats, and I don't think the Pats have an AFC team that really pushes them. I mean, I don't think there's that same competition where I think some of these NFC teams are a tougher out for New England than maybe the Steelers or the Jags. Okay. Yeah, I would. Yeah, just because maybe both sides of the ball. Yeah. The way the Steelers don't have necessarily that defense and the Jags don't necessarily have that offense. Yeah. But I mean, having we want the Patriots in that for as much as people dislike them and selfishly i want the steelers and you want the jaguars if we're 100%. looking at the super bowl as an event it feels so much bigger whenever you have the patriots in there it's the brady effect the belichick effect yeah every but single people, patriots people may be getting tired of seeing them <laughs> consistently well, people like seeing them lose too and yeah that not is com- true they're not invincible and every single 
Super Bowl that the Patriots have played in has been a great game. And there haven't, true. since that first pad Super Bowl, there haven't been that many great games outside of that. Maybe. Now he's had some bad ones. Yeah. So I think from an entertainment point. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jack. Yeah, we did it. We did it. That is All the right. NFC. Lastly, Jordan, uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate you joining me. I want to ask, do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, social media handles, anything of that nature, business ventures? Um, just my normal social media handle, at Real Morandini on Twitter. During the NFL season, I'm always pretty active, and I do talk a lot of Jaguars there, but <laughs> I will make some comments on other guys, other teams, and I'm also big into fantasy football. So I often, you know, tweet some sleepers, tweet some guys I, I really like. So if you're into that type of stuff, hit me with a follow at Real J Morandini on Twitter. Yeah, you, that guys, is it, Jack. you guys should do it. It's, it's a good follow. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Jordan. I really appreciate it. And maybe I'm sure we'll talk football again sometime this season. And hopefully I'll have you on in a month or so when we get ready for postseason baseball. Sounds good, Jack. Looking forward to it. Thanks for having me. Well, that's it for today's show. Thank you again to Jordan for joining me. I know I had a lot of fun putting together this NFL preview. I hope you guys enjoyed listening as well. If you would like to, go ahead and subscribe to Press On Sports on iTunes. Leave us a review. Look forward to reading that. You can tweet Jordan. You can tweet me at Velvita7. That's at V-E-L-L-V-I-T-A-7. Love hearing your thoughts. Tell me what you thought of my Super Bowl pick, what you thought of Jordan's Super Bowl pick, uh, where we're right, where we're wrong. Go ahead, interact with us. I'm always up for that. Hope you enjoy your Labor Day weekend. Have a great weekend. Bring in the Dancing Lobsters.